Happy Advent and welcome to this special Christmas season of our Sycamore Tree Podcast. I'm Pastor Katie and today we will be reading about the angels and the shepherds with Jennifer Denham. Hello. And Travis Kemp. Hello. And uh, if you think you hear baby Jesus crying in the background, it's actually um, my little girl, Sammy. So uh, hopefully this makes it feel like a real experience. So welcome to the Sycamore Tree. Thank you very much. Yes, this is wonderful. So fun to have you guys today. Can we start with our favorite little game, Show Me Your Roots? Thank you very much. Uh, Each of us will answer some questions so that our listeners can get to know us better. So, Jennifer, will you go first? Oh, you bet. What is your favorite Christmas carol? Ooh, favorite Christmas carol. I like all of them because Advent's probably one of my favorite times of year. But it's funny. I'm just going to say what came to my mind when I came today and God rest ye merry gentlemen. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's just kind of quick, kind of easy. Is it my favorite? I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite, but it's a fun one to sing, especially if you're caroling. Yeah, it is. It's a really fun song. Yeah. Um, What kind of potatoes do you eat first at Thanksgiving? Sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes or no potatoes at all? Oh, it is sweet potatoes. Uh-huh. You cannot have Thanksgiving without sweet potatoes, and you've got to have some brown sugar, and you have to have some marshmallows, too, because it makes it ooey-gooey and yummy. I'm a sweet <laughs> potato person. Is there a memorable Christmas present from your childhood that you'd like to share with us? Um, Christmas was, you know, I'm an only child, so it was mom and dad and I, and we would go visit relatives. Um, so Christmas present, let's see, ice skates. I remember the Christmas I got the chicken pox. I was 11 and I got real sick and, um, I got ice skates cause my dad worked at a skate shop. So it was really cool. I got indoor roller skates wow. and of course this is in the seventies and then I got ice <laughs> skates and we lived in the suburbs of Chicago, so um, we, my friend Laura and I would go and get the shovels and we'd um, cut down all the uh, corn, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, you know, corn stalks that were done after the harvest and uh-huh. still sticking up, so we had these, like, little playa uh, ponds oh, and uh-huh. you know you can see all kinds of stuff so we would ice skate so um I I would say even though I was sick it was really neat I can see a picture of me my parents have in like a sweatsuit that was fancy <laughs> and we had these little barrettes that had the ribbons that hung down in bells but it was um yeah the ice skates I think that was cool the ice skates yeah. I feel like I learned so much in that one answer <laughs> Uh, Chicago, uh, the skate shop and, uh, just being out in nature. That was awesome. Oh yeah. We played outside a lot. Yeah. Have you ever known a shepherd or visited a pasture with sheep? I don't know if I've ever known a shepherd. Um, of course when I worked in Claude, lots of farmers and ranchers. So that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm more of a city girl. So that got me used to, uh, people that, you know, farmed and ranched and things like that. Um, seeing a sheep, I don't know if I've ever... The kids, the kids in FFA and um, uh-huh. 4-H would, oh, okay. uh, they would um, show goats and sheep and stuff like that. So, which is always big after Christmas in the community of Claude. Um, in January, they have a big stock show. And 
on 287 as you go to Claude and Washburn. I think you're already past Washburn when you see it. There's um, little goats and sheep um, that somebody raises. So I don't know if I'd necessarily say I know people. Maybe I do and I don't know it. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's not so far removed from our culture. Yes. What do you imagine when you hear the word angel? Mm, lots of different things. Angel, um, you know, I think um, there's lots of spirits among us and, um, you know, people who have passed loved ones, you know, I always think of people, you know, we have an angel on our shoulder um, is kind of a proverbial thing people say. And um, so I think of that, but honestly, <laughs> I love the movie Michael with John Travolta. And, uh, oh my that gosh. That was a great one. Yeah. I mean, you know, I kind of like that. What if? What if an angel really could be that way? Because, you know, he's kind of rough around the edges when the movie starts. And then, you know, he's very empathetic. And he is more um, empathetic and accepting of people than what the character portrays. So, you know, I like to... I, when I hear of angel, I think of, you know, oh, I have an angel on my shoulder, you know, my grandmother passed away and so she's on my shoulder watching over me that kind of thing but I also think of the movie Michael I Mm -hmm. absolutely love that so yeah (laughs) crazy thank you and Travis what about you let we'll start from the beginning what is your favorite Christmas carol well there's so many that I really really like that are great and that I guess I would have to say hark the herald angels sing so Mm -hmm. that's very appropriate for our scripture today uh, what kind of potatoes do you eat first at Thanksgiving? Sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes or no potatoes? Well, uh, well, myself, I prefer uh, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Is there a memorable Christmas present from your childhood that you'd like to share with us? Uh, I, I've had a few uh, Christmas presents uh, over the years that have been uh, that have been really memorable. I, I guess uh, I would have to say. Uh, uh, one one Christmas, I was like in the first grade. I got this like a glow in the dark Nickelodeon sleeping bag. So oh, wow. that's so cool. It, oh, wow. it had a picture of a, a cartoon dinosaur on it. So, uh, well, uh, to be more specific, a, a, a dinosaur that was featured in uh, one of their uh, anime and bumpers for the station that featured the uh, Duopasaurus. I'm not sure if you two remember. Yes, remember I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so uh, yeah, it had it had on the. Uh, uh, sombrero, sombrero. He was riding a skateboard. It was, it was a, it in a, in the picture. It was like a nighttime setting in the desert. There's like a cactus, I believe, and uh, yeah. Have you ever known a shepherd or visited a pasture with sheep? Well, uh, well, I'm not sure if I've known a shepherd. I think I might have played a shepherd in the uh, church Christmas pageants, and uh, but <laughs> I think our family might have drove past a. Uh, Pastor with sheep, and uh, but I think I might have played a sheep in the uh, church or Christmas pageant as well. But uh, uh, you know both roles. I yes, and it, I have worn wool and wool clothing before. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> uh, I have been. I have seen uh, a llamas. I have seen llamas up close, and uh, I've seen uh, in the. I did see a llama at the uh, Living Nativity down the street a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you imagine when you hear the word angel? Well, just a traditional image of an angel with like a somebody with like a long white robe and white wings and a halo uh, on top of their heads and uh, with playing a little harp and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Travis, would you like to ask me questions? Oh yes. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas carol? 
I have always loved What Child Is This? Even uh, during the summer, I would request it in church when I was a little kid because I didn't realize that there was this kind of rule that you only sing Christmas carols at Christmas. Mm. Um, But luckily, Robbie um, and I both enjoy listening to Christmas music all year long. So, but uh, What Child Is This? would be my very favorite Christmas carol. All right. And uh, what kind of potatoes do you eat first at Thanksgiving? Sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, or no potatoes? Well, I like to save the sweet potatoes for last, so it's more like dessert-like, so it's so sweet and delicious. And I always eat the mashed potatoes with the turkey. My mom makes this amazing turkey. So always the mashed potatoes with the turkey, the drunk turkey, as it's called. (laughs) Because she covers it in wine and oh, butter. So oh. it's very delicious. <laughs> yummy. Oh, my goodness. Now, is there a memorable Christmas present from your childhood you would share with us? I think the most memorable Christmas present was my flute. Oh. It's kind of funny because it was one that I thought I was getting this flute. Like, we had talked about it and we picked it out. And so I was really expecting it. But... When I looked under the Christmas tree, it wasn't there. Like, I didn't see a box. You know what? A box, the size of a box that had to hold a flute, and I couldn't see anything. And we got through with all the presents, and then I found something that said, go look under your bed. And I went to my bedroom, and the flute was underneath my bed. I had been sleeping on it all night, and and I didn't know that it was was there in my bedroom the whole time. So. Oh, my goodness. Now, have you ever known a shepherd or visited a pasture with sheep? I've actually known a couple shepherds. My best friend in the Czech Republic, Madla, her parents have several sheep. In fact, they um, they shear their own sheep, and her mother makes beautiful rugs. And uh, so it's it was always kind of fun to go visit their house and see the sheep. And I have lots of beautiful pictures of the black sheep that they have, the, um, you know, the whiter or gray kind of sheep that they have. Mm -hmm. And then um, my friends Bob and Mary in Kansas, they have sheep. And I talked to them once about the the scriptures that where Jesus talks about being a shepherd and how they really recognize your name and that relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. And, uh, and Bob really felt that way too, that they really know him well. And it was fun to play with the sheep and I got to feed one. I got to feed a baby lamb that, you know, with a bottle. So, um, they're actually kind of like all over the place (laughs) and you have to like hold them between your legs. Oh, Oh, that's crazy. Yes. Now, what, what do you imagine when you hear the word angel? I would love to say that the first thought in my mind is an average person or like a ninja. Somebody, I I heard someone describe an angel like a ninja because they kind of appear out of nowhere and they are technically like you hear about the God of the angel armies. And so historically and in the Hebrew faith that angels could be warriors. But I'm embarrassed to say that the first image that comes to my mind is the traditional image of uh, a a white 
a Caucasian uh, angel with wings and wearing white, all glowing. Uh, so uh, maybe I need to do some paintings to help change that image. Kind of like a Christmas carol, you know. Uh-huh. Daddy, you know, how she says that. And every time a bell rings, you know, an angel gets his wing. You know, that's what I was. Right, as, you were saying, <laughs> as you were saying that, I was envisioning that little girl from that old movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Couldn't resist. Yes. <laughs> so before we get into the scripture reading, Jennifer, would you pray for us? Oh, I would love to. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together to have great discussions about the Advent season as we move into that season. Uh, Give us the words that we need to say so others can hear and have discussions with us about this wonderful scripture. We ask this in your name. Amen. 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 We'll be reading the scripture in a practice called Lexio Divina, where we listen to the scripture and listen for the spirit speaking to us through the scripture. And after the first time we read through the scripture, we'll just share a word at a time that sticks out to us. And then the next time we read through the scripture, we'll share whole phrases that stick out to us or, uh, speak to us, or you could even say shimmer, uh, or take our attention as we listen to it. And the final time that we read through the scripture, we will share questions that we have or that came to our mind and, uh, talk about different, uh, things that we want to discuss with one another. So Travis, would you read for us first? Oh, sure thing. Oh, and today we're reading from the gospel of Luke. Chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. Yes, and I'll be uh, reading the uh, new re- from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you, Travis. Now, in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy. For all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. Haste. Frightened. I would say a savior. Watch. Joy. I would also say haste. (laughs) Afraid. I think of swaddling, although that was not the particular word you read, but um, the cloth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Heavenly. Stood. Bethlehem. Flock. Night. Glory. Messiah. Peace. 
Now, Jennifer, will you sure. read for us? And we'll be listening for whole phrases to share with each other. And so I'll be reading Luke 2, 8 through 16 uh, in the message. And it doesn't quite stop at 16, so I might finish that paragraph there. And the title is An Event for Everyone. There were shepherders, sheepherders, camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town. A Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the sheepherders talked it over. Let's go over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left, running, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard these sheep herders were impressed. Seeing is believing. Camping in the neighborhood. To see what we have just heard. God's glory blazed around them. I would also say God's glory blazed around them. I would also say God's <laughs> glory blazed around them. I love that word, blazed. Mm -hmm. yes. And they were terrified. Wrapped in a blanket. They were frightened. Don't be afraid. And how did it say it? Good and great news for everyone worldwide, something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. Great and joyful event. Mm -hmm. Huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Seeing was believing. We'll find out later if on the recording you can hear the nice, calm sounds of the baby sleeping next to me. Uh, but <laughs> I think it is perfect to imagine the baby wrapped in a blanket or swaddling clothes or cloths and um, my sleeping and snoring child next to me. And the chill in the air in and here. The, oh, yeah. It's kind of chilly. <laughs> We're in the chilly. library recording yeah. this, and it's, it's a, a nice chill. chill. Mm -hmm. So I'll read this for a third time. This is from the New Living Translation. And be ready to share if there's a question you want to discuss or uh, something that really sticks out to you. You know, this is this is a passage I feel like we read all the time, but we don't necessarily talk about. Mm -hmm. And so, it I'm takes excited. it takes you back to, um, like Travis had said, the um, uh, 
children's pageants. You know, uh-huh. that's something that we have always had is some form of, and we have so many artistic and theatrical people and musical people. So we've, mm-hmm. you know, that's always a traditional, some form of hearing the story. Mm-hmm. So hear me listen again. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. You know, I wonder how they were comforted. You know, um, we've talked a lot about faith in a lot of our studies, and so here this angel appears, and, um, you know, I wonder how their, you know, did faith play a role? How do they comfort themselves seeing some some being come out of nowhere? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? You know, what what are you telling, you know? He's like, did he have to see it? Were they wondering, did they have to see it to believe it? Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Hmm. I think I have a hard time hearing the story without having the wise men in it. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just we, about the shepherds. You we're, know? we're so used to thinking yes. of it as part of the whole story. To right. just think about this just story. To, and treat it like we do other passages of scripture. We don't always treat these stories in the same way we do as um, a psalm or sure. a, a line from Romans. Or mm-hmm. So, now, uh, now here, I have a question. Now, hear me out on this. Uh, I wonder how the uh, three wise men would have gotten the news had the angel not appeared in front of them. Mm-hmm. Or not seen the star. Ah, mm-hmm. even better. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, the wise men were <clears throat> always the the scholars. You know, mm-hmm. They were the all-knowing next to Jesus, you know, and we believed what they said. You know, they, you know, they were people of worth and education and all that. And then you have sheep herders who are common people, you know, not anybody. Would we have listened to them? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we would have listened to them more. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are these foreigners that come in, and we might not have really understood. In fact, there we 
they would have been people of other faiths. They weren't a Hebrew people, you know, and so they have these faiths even that are a faith that's even structured around the stars and not around Abraham and Moses and the God of the Hebrews. And yet here is this person that comes in and, and recognizes who Jesus was. Hmm. But I think it's interesting how we, we want to bring these two groups of people together and present it like that in our nativities. And yet in the Bible, that this is the story of the other people who come to visit Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. And the wise men aren't even in the Gospel of Luke. The wise men are only in the book of Matthew. Oh, I see. So it's it's kind of funny how we've put them together, that the mm-hmm. Gospel writers felt like, oh, we're only going to talk about these guys, and we don't need to talk about the other people. And who knows, maybe there were even other people that were led to find Jesus. And we don't know about the other travelers that were in the same area. And, you know, who else saw Jesus uh, when he was a baby? Hmm. Or who else encountered um, Joseph and Mary on their journeys to Bethlehem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the question you had in the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of faith did these shepherds have to actually hear the angels and then follow and be so terrified and then actually go Maybe the angels appeared to other people, too, mm-hmm. and they didn't. I have to admit, when we were talking about our favorite carol earlier, I said so clearly that it was, what child is this? But really, it's a tie between what child is this and angels we have heard on high. I can't read this mm-hmm. passage without thinking about angels we have heard on high. And uh, it's, I, I just... Love even just reading this, I get this beautiful picture of angels, hmm. even if I don't know what it all means. Mm-hmm. Really? Hmm. Well, and it takes you back, you know, it, other pieces of Christmas stories and Christmas past, it helps us think about, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so when we hear of songs, you know, Christmas carols, there's some that are, you know, I think of Dominic the donkey. That was one of the fun ones that we would always sing. But it's not a Christian, you know, Christmas carol. But Uh uh as you go Christmas caroling, there's a variety of things that you would sing. And I think it drums up a lot of good memories, too. Yeah, faith and, yeah. So... If we're reading another passage of scripture, sometimes we look at it and we read it and think, how does this apply to my life? Not just, you know, what was this like in Jesus' time? What did it look like? The first thing we ask is, how does this apply to my life? In this scripture, we kind of do the other way around. We tend not to ask, okay, what does this mean for my life? So if we were to look at it and say, what does this mean for your life? Do you have a response to that? Hmm. I My first thoughts are like homeless people. Um, it's the time of year. A lot of people you see probably, they're more noticeable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. colder and, you know, you see things, see people out of place. And I wonder what their story is. And um, 
what if that's Jesus that we meet that's a homeless person Mm -hmm. or a person that, Mm -hmm. you know, we assume could be homeless. And what if that person is Jesus? You know, the person standing at the street um, that's asking for money. I saw a gentleman the other day and he had it all folded up and he had somebody sitting away from the street corner, but he's on the street corner. I don't know what he was asking for, but you know, I can't, I, as I drove to the house, it was not far from the house. I was thinking, okay, what if that was, you know, a sign from God that you needed to do some, you know, I, I just, that's what I think of this story is. I think of uh, homeless people. I think of people needing things and maybe what if that's Jesus we're meeting in these people? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Would we have cared for that homeless family? Mm-hmm. I can't help but think about, um, I was pregnant with Nicole, and it's funny because she's pregnant <laughs> <laughs> right now. And uh, so I was pregnant. It was 1993. Bob and I were living in a little apartment behind my tie. And I was working for Opinions Unlimited and um, not necessarily Shepherd, but there's some context of the story that I think about. And um, so the place that I worked was Sansi and Bob was at Target. And um, so here I am fully pregnant because she's going to be born in early February. And so I'm in my little car and I'm driving down the access road of I-40 and, you know, go to Sansi because Coulter and Sansi are not far away. And I... I'm driving and I see this couple pushing a shopping cart and I'm like, what in the world? But of course, when you're pregnant, you have lots of emotions and Mm -hmm, moods mm -hmm. and everything. And as I'm driving by, I look very weathered faces with um, a very high packed shopping cart, old metal shopping cart with a dog on top. And I'm just like, what are they doing? Where are they going? And I'm thinking, I've got to do something. But they never, they were traveling. They didn't ask for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had jeans on and heavy coats. We were expecting a big storm uh, coming in. I think some snow had started falling. And they were headed west and went to work. And I was like, mm-hmm. i got to do something. i got to do something. I, I was on lunch break, so I turned around, went back to the apartment. We didn't have much. I'm calling my dad. Dad, I saw these people, and we got to do something. Got to give them something, you know. They never asked for anything. But, you know, I got some blankets, got some coats, because if they were traveling, they were going to California um, when I stopped. And I picked up dog food. You know, we didn't have a whole lot. And I thought, share it with these people. And these were people who didn't ask for anything. And as I stopped, I, you know, I'm crying. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. But I just felt like I needed to give you something. It's not much. And the woman just grabbed me and hugged me. And, I mean, very, very leather-weathered face. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that says to me a hard life. Mm -hmm. Man and woman, older. So I was in my early 20s, and they were easily late 30s early 40s maybe even older Mm -hmm. with this animal with this dog you know little mutt I guess and just sitting there um on top of their lifelong belongings they're traveling to family and so that's what makes me think of the shepherds and our conversation is is that story that's like a Christmas story I tell because it just it's just one of those things I can't mm-hmm. go through Christmas without thinking of that moment. That's mm-hmm. been 20 some odd years. So. Mm-hmm. 
So when I think about this passage, I was thinking about the fear that you brought up and thinking about some of the things that sometimes I feel, I feel that, that anxiety, like, oh, can I really do this? Or can I really uh, go and, and follow this curiosity? Or you have this question or like, is this really going to happen? Or can we really do this? And, um, and here they follow this curiosity that they heard about this and what what would it actually look like? And it made me think about how a few weeks ago I, I went down to El Paso because I had kept hearing about what's happening at our border and I just felt like I had to see it. And seeing it, I mean, I still don't know <laughs> or I am so glad that that's not my job to decide mm -hmm. how to handle this unique situation that we are facing in our time that all all of these homeless people you know that we can call the those who are looking for asylum homeless because they they really are homeless mm -hmm. and uh, so I traveled all the way there I still don't have any more um enlightening ideas about what to do about it but I saw it and I feel like I know more about what's happening just because I saw it it doesn't seem so otherworldly like like uh, happening in a storybook because I know it's actually, it's really happening. And not far from home. And not far from home. Mm -hmm. Well, I have like a similar story. Um, well, uh, well uh, for a few years in a row, I used to do this with like a, our crosser, like a form, you, well, uh, you may remember him mm -hmm. like uh, Jennifer. And you, you yeah. never, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you ever met, met him, Katie. Uh, like for a few years in a row, our crosser and I, we would, uh, and we would deliver Christmas presents to like uh, less, uh, to like uh, to less fortunate elderly people who may not uh, get out to do Christmas shopping because like uh, medical issues and stuff. So we would go over. For, we uh, I believe Art had a list of uh, addresses for for those people's houses. So and uh, we would like drive around to those houses, and I would like uh, I would usually like uh, walk in, and I would uh, sometimes I would go up to the front door myself and deliver the presents, and there's sometimes we would go together. Yeah, that was our our way of spraying them Christmas cheer and uh, to them. So we we had and the, each address had like a a bag I believe with with that address had like a number on it and uh, if they had uh, pets they had they had like a bag of dog food and stuff. So yeah, I remember this like a one a person I delivered a present to like I I walked in I he invited me to come into his house so that's what I did. I think Art joined me uh, later on. So uh, so after I delivered the presents we uh, we we had a moment of prayer together. So oh wow yeah. Those are, are good stories because I think like we have mission on and off over the years. It's kind of like Evelyn Rivers' Christmas coat project. We have one similar in town mm -hmm. for the elderly too. And we would give money to that sometimes and try to get people involved to deliver. Yeah, I think I remember going down to the Evelyn Rivers uh, and Evelyn Rivers down there a couple of times with the youth group. and. Mm -hmm. uh, or once or twice, so one once with youth group, and another time when I, when I was a little older, and uh, yeah, yes. yeah giving can, yeah. during the holiday and the elderly project. I know that there's a woman who coordinates a lot of that, and um, yeah, that's a it's a good project because a lot of those people are forgotten and interesting stories as we come back to that, and sometimes in some of those hands of service that we've provided 
it makes me think about the angels. You know, Travis, mm-hmm. as you were telling that story about going and delivering these mm-hmm. presents and going to different people's houses, I was imagining the angels, mm-hmm. you know, what might it have been like for them to appear for the shepherds and thinking about knocking on their door, so to say, right. and uh, even caroling to envision when we carol doing what the what the angels did with the shepherds, but then also what the shepherds did when they went and told people what they had seen, you know. Well, thank you all so much for reading the scripture with me today and joining me at the sycamore tree. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, yes. And thank you to our listeners. I hope that you have also seen the scripture in a new way today, these familiar nostalgic uh, passages for us that can tell us about our daily lives. So thank you for joining us at the Sycamore Tree. And if you'd like to know more about St. Luke Presbyterian, come join us for worship on Sunday mornings here in Amarillo, Texas.